Welcome to the Star Power Podcast. I'm Amy Stair, CEO of Star Power, and we're bringing you best practices from best agents in a brand neutral environment and open sharing. We hope you enjoy this classic Star Power interview from the archives. According to the recent United States Census Bureau, the seniors market is the largest segment of the population, the wealthiest, and the most underserved. 80% of seniors are homeowners, and over 63% own their houses free and clear. Joining with me on this project is someone we affectionately call the Hat Lady, because she's utilized hats all her career to differentiate herself in her Montgomery, Alabama market. There, realtor Sandra Nichols operates a very successful boutique company, and she personally works with many seniors in handling their real estate needs. So let's begin. I hear a lot of different definitions for a senior's market. There's a variety of terms that I've heard. Expand on define a senior's market. What I'm hearing here kind of confirms what I've been thinking about the senior's market for some time, and that is that rather than being driven by age, it's driven by health. There are people 55 whose health is not good and who truly are ready for an easily maintained dwelling. On the other hand, there are people in their 80s and 90s who are still living like they did at 25 and 30, and it's health. A way that I have found to connect with seniors and to build that trust factor over time, and I'd like to echo what you said Patience is so important. Um, if, if you don't want to put in three to five years working with these people up front, uh, you probably ought to be working another niche. You mean three to five years per prospect, do you mean? Does it yes, take you sir. that long? From, from first contact to ultimately having a transaction, easily that long. Yeah. The decision to change one's lifestyle from the home in which one has lived you know, perhaps happily married, raised children, uh, to something totally different, even if it's a local move. That is not a decision made easily or quickly among older people, at least I have found. And the way that I have found that works best for me to connect with these people is to involve myself with and be visible at events which are of great interest to seniors, an annual Seniors of the Year Awards program, a Seniors Olympics. There must have been 24 events in the last 12 months that were aimed specifically at seniors. And by being a visible supporter of those events, they they learn that I am a person and then begin to trust me as a realtor. My inclination would be to sit the person or persons down and say, you know, you probably ought to try this new lifestyle on for size before you commit totally to it. Most realtors hate to hear the word rent, but I would certainly encourage someone who was going to make a move, a long-distance move particularly, um, go into that community and rent for a season or a year and see if it fits because it, it may be a great fit and it may be miserable. And the rental option also often is something that is available to the less affluent types of people with which we're I'm, I'm familiar with working. One of the things that I have observed is the well-intentioned offspring. It's not a matter of selfishness with them. It's Well, perhaps it is selfishness, but it's not money-driven. They want to feel comfortable that they're 
their surviving parent or parents are safe and comfortable. They want them physically nearby so that they can drop in and check on them and whatnot. And yet sometimes the the very well-intentioned process of yanking a senior or a senior couple up and pulling them out of their home and the town in which they've lived and spiriting them off to a strange city when they are less mobile than they ever were as younger people ends up making them isolated and, and really killing them before their time. I am often concerned when I'm working with a senior about their real competence adequately to disclose. Alabama is still a caveat emptor state. Therefore, most of my senior clients are living in homes, quite frankly, which have never been inspected, except, you know, for building permits 50, 75 years ago. So how do you handle it? It's the Smooth Move program all over again. Talk to me about that. I encourage every senior even those many who say, I want to sell my home strictly as is, to make it easy for a buyer to know what does as is mean. We get a detailed home inspection, in many instances a structural evaluation, and a a wood infestation, termite and other wood-destroying organisms, before the property is ever placed on the market. Not only do I feel that we are actually providing more credible data to a buyer prospect than many seniors could provide, but it also really deflects the liability from that senior who may not know onto a professional inspector who is insured to carry that liability. I have found it very effective to own the communication problem and to tell my senior prospects and clients up front I'm real guilty, Mr. Howard, about talking real estate ease, and I know I'm going to do it, and I don't expect you to understand it. So every once in a while, I'm probably going to check with you and see where I have fallen into real estate ease and see if I can give you an English translation for what it is I should have said. It's just good communication when you're, when you're dealing with something important to tell people what you're going to tell them tell them what you're going to tell them, then tell them what you've told them, and then check to see if they heard you. What I'm hearing, and perhaps it's my advertising background coming out, is that the best ways to market to seniors are the best best ways to market, period. And that is to figure out exactly what the interests are of your target market group, plan programs which deliver clear benefits to them, and then communicate those benefits very, very, very clearly. Most advertising is nothing but words, just words upon words upon words. But the best, plop, plop, fizz, fizz. I don't have to tell you what that is. That's good advertising. That's good marketing. Good seniors advertising is like that. It's very simple. The advantage that I have found that we have in marketing to seniors is that they do read. They, therefore, they are very reachable through the direct marketing, which is enabled by lists available through title companies. And if you don't have title companies in your town like we don't, sometimes you can get it from the courthouse. You may have to buy it from a direct mailhouse, but the information is there. 
the newspaper in many communities is its subscriber base is heavily skewed to an older population and if the daily is too expensive there's generally some sort of weekly and their their uh, readership data will support my contention that the people who actually read the stuff that comes into them are the seniors. So they're, they're, as Bruce said, they're an easy group to reach. The key is to have a message that is persuasive, simple, full of benefits, and they will respond, particularly if they perceive you to be a specialist in their area with their interests in mind. And I, I think a particular challenge is that unfortunate senior who does not have uh, living children or is estranged from that child or children. A, a dialogue that I have found particularly helpful is this. Mr. Howard, I have never really liked to make big decisions by myself, so I've got people that I turn to whenever I'm thinking about something major. The person I'm most likely to turn to when I'm unsure about what to do with an important decision is my attorney. Who who do you have in your life that you turn to when you're wrestling with a really big decision that you don't want to make by yourself? What do you find out there usually? Well, one of two things. Either they have someone or they wish they had someone. And that's the opportunity then, as Bruce said, to introduce your cadre of specialists who can help them, be it a financial advisor, be it an elder care specialist who who can help with uh, aging in place issues, for example, an attorney, a CPA, but it's become their idea. Well, I don't think it's a whole lot dissimilar than the situation where you have a husband and a wife house hunting and their agendas don't mesh at all. I am very, very honest in speaking with a senior and an offspring or their advisor, whomever, if I sense that they have not yet come to to some sort of an, an understanding and agreement about the course of action, that I cannot force an agreement. That's not my role. My role is to assist them and support them in the decision which they make and feel good about. There is an entire new body of knowledge that a good senior specialist must uh, have in order to be an effective servant or counselor to that client. And some agents don't, don't, I don't even think, see the importance of expanding their body of knowledge in that direction. We have a very successful team concept and have found that it works extremely well with our senior clients because these people require and expect a good bit of time. And a team generally has more time and more expertise to offer to an individual client than would a solo practitioner. And they want you to keep your promises and show up on time. Because particularly for the GI generation of seniors, if you have an appointment with them, you are their day. When friends of mine in, in communities other than ours have asked, how can they find a good realtor to work with their parents or their grandparents? What do you recommend? I recommend that they interview a minimum of three people and they listen for one thing. How much does the realtor talk and how much does the realtor ask good questions, and then listen, listen, listen.
because the listening realtor is the one who is going to be the appropriate guide for that senior through this very, very interesting adventure on which they're embarking. I don't feel real good about getting into something in which I don't have a lot of knowledge. And between the coursework and all of the printed material provided to me by the SRES people, I really felt adequately prepared to get out there and do a good job, which is extremely important to me. The other thing is that it helped me to differentiate myself. I I do think from a marketing perspective, having a senior's designation, right now at any rate, really differentiates yourself from the herd because there are are only 10,000 or so of us in the entire United States. And it's marketable. When I introduce myself to people at seniors' activities, one of the things I tell them is that I am a seniors' real estate specialist, that I have been to school to learn how to do the best job of helping seniors with the decision about whether or not to move and if they're going to move, where to move. And that seems to go a long way down that road to establishing that initial trust level. Thanks for listening to the Star Power Podcast. If you benefited from even one idea on this podcast, become a member of the Star Power Club. You will get a monthly infusion of tips, scripts, strategies, and techniques that are tried, tested, and proven by our Star Power stars. Visit starpower.com forward slash club and get registered today.